0: What's up, Smile Squad? Tis the season to be creepy. It's your Audible booth thing, Amber Smiles Jones, and welcome to the Professionally Silly Station, recorded with the anchor, app now as you guys know Halloween is right around the corner and I must be honest with you it is definitely one of my no it is the favoriteest holiday that we have I love it I know Christmas is fun because you get stuff but when you're an adult and you're not in a relationship or you don't have children or family or anything like that Christmas is another damn day, but Halloween, mm, when I was a kid, I got to get free candy, I got to get dressed up in scary costumes, and then as an adult, I got to get drunk, so yay for me! (laughs) Just another excuse to get drunk, but this time, I get to dress up while I do it. (laughs) I've got a very fun and creepy episode for you, and today, we are going to talk about the top 10 scary and creepy Halloween stories. Yeah, that's what's going to happen, so I'll be right back after you hear this random sound. when I was a kid, trick-or-treating was a huge part of the Halloween tradition (laughs) in my childhood. It was just something that we did. It was a lot of fun. We knew our neighbors, you know, the kids, we all went to school together. It was just fun. You know, I loved it. And there was nothing more fun than getting dressed up and begging for free candy. If you ask me, that's something that should be you know allowed year round <laughs> well let's go ahead and jump right into this top 10 list of scary halloween stories coming in at number 10 is one that would annoy the shit out of anyone with a soul and a heart we have the halloween fat shamer A woman in North Dakota decided to hand out something to trick-or-treaters other than candy. What she handed out, in my opinion, was actually worse than getting raisins. Which I fucking hated when I was a kid, by the way. This bitch gave notes to children who she thought were moderately obese. And I... Oh my god, just... (laughs) oh this pisses me off can you believe that and what you know her note let me read what her note said it said I just want to send a message to the parents of the kids that are really overweight I think it's just really irresponsible of parents to just sort of send them out looking for free candy just because all the other kids are doing it that is what this note said can you imagine getting dressed up Excited to show off your awesome costume and get free candy. You ring the doorbell. You say, trick or treat!" expecting delicious, free, tasty candy, only to be given a fat shaming letter. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, God, I would have backtanned that bitch until I got me a Snickers bar. <laughs> you know, a grown woman uh, trying to ruin a, a tradition because she thinks her opinion matters than everyone else that lady can kiss my fat black ass there is no way her house didn't end up covered in toilet paper and to be honest with you I honestly hope that it was used toilet paper I hope one of those in her opinion morbidly obese children decided to just go ahead and just diarrhea all over her shit because that's what she deserves did I did I go too far with that Yeah, I did. But I don't give a shit. It's my podcast. Whatever. This next one is as creepy as they come. We have the trick or treat flasher. In 2013, a 63 year old man answered the door in a robe that exposed his genitals to trick or treaters deputies received several complaints about the flasher. This disgusting human being would open his door wearing an open robe with nothing underneath, exposing himself to children. And unfortunately, this isn't the only case that they've heard of this happening. This has been reported around the country. John vowels was arrested at his home on deed circle on two counts of lewd and lascivious exhibition. I have to say, that is pretty fucking creepy. When you open the door and you hear Have your candy ready because the trick could be worse than you think. And of course, as we know, a lot of people think it's hilarious to throw eggs at people's houses and cars. But what those tricksters don't understand is that some people will be more than annoyed. In 2010, The New York Times shared that more than 20 people have been severely injured or killed as a result from eggings. In New York in 1998, teens living in the Bronx threw eggs at a man named Carl Jackson and at his car. Inside the car with him was his girlfriend and her nine-year-old son. Jackson was upset. Of course, he got out of the car and an argument occurred and one of the teens pulled out a gun and shot him in the head. In 1994, a man leaving a bar in Brooklyn was hit with eggs thrown by several boys. The man then stabbed and killed one of the boys who was just 12 years old. In 1996, a 10-year-old Brooklyn boy was shot in the neck by a stray bullet after an egg fight on Halloween. What starts as a prank can go wrong at any time, so much violence has happened because of the egg-throwing prank, and I got to say, guys, it really isn't worth it. People have been seriously wounded, stabbed, shot, beat, killed, or in accidents and results of the throwing egg confrontations all around the country. This is something that we need to, uh, we need to address, guys. And I don't know about you, but I'll be keeping my eggs to myself. This next one may be a familiar story for most of you. The Candyman is dropping in at number seven. Ronald Clark O'Brien, nicknamed the Candyman, as well as the man who killed Halloween, was an American man convicted of killing his eight-year-old son on Halloween in 1974 with a potassium cyanide-laced pixie stick. He gave out the lace candy to a few other children who were lucky enough not to have eaten the candy. He poisoned the candy to get insurance money to cover his debts. He was later killed by lethal injection in 1984, and I'm sure he will not be missed. Trick or treating just isn't what it used to be. At number six, we have candy with needles in them. And for in some insane reason, people thought that it was funny to put needles into candy and then give them to children. I will never understand that idiotic way of thinking. In the year 2000, 49 year old man in Minneapolis was accused of putting needles into Snickers candy bars and giving them to children on Halloween. James Joseph Smith was charged with one count of adulterating a substance with intent to cause death, harm, or illness. Unfortunately, a teenage boy bit into the candy and it stabbed him in his mouth. Now, luckily, he wasn't seriously injured. In 2015, a Connecticut resident found a needle in a Snickers bar obtained while trick-or-treating on Halloween. In 2016, a nail was found inside of a Snickers bar in Michigan. Now, unfortunately, this has not been small problems. These these have been issues and problems that have been happening all over the country for years. So I urge you to please be careful when eating your Halloween candy. That is a little audio clip from South Park. That's my boy, (laughs) Towley. Now, I am a 420 friendly human being living in Los Angeles, California, where marijuana is legal. And as you know, it is legal in many states. Hip, hip, hooray for that. (laughs) And there are many ways to consume marijuana. Putting it in food is a favorite of many. Edibles coming in at number five. Now, edibles have changed over the years. You can infuse marijuana into candy, cereal, chips, spaghetti sauce, and even butter. Yay! (laughs) But I have to be honest with you, I draw a line at giving candy edibles to children who are trick-or-treating. But unfortunately, there have been several reports that children managed to get their hands on marijuana candy edibles. I for one, not a fan of edibles. I mean either they work too well or not at all for me. And when they work too well, I usually end up in a corner in a fetal position crying for my mother. Or, you know, Elmer Fudd, whoever shows up. Remember I am super high at this moment. <laughs> Dropping in at number four, we have Candy Thieves. A few years ago, there was a group of teenagers who terrorized trick-or-treaters into giving up their candy. If the trick-or-treaters did not do what they were told, they were threatened with a gun to give up their candy. Now, I know this sounds completely insane to me to do that just for candy. Trick-or-treating is just not a joke these days. Be safe out there. Unfortunately, at number three, we have Taylor Van Dyst. In 2011, on Halloween, Taylor was abducted by a 32-year-old man named Matthew Forrester on her way to meet a friend. Forrester strangled and bludgeoned the 18-year-old on Halloween and left her for dead by railroad tracks. She was found later, but unfortunately died in the hospital. Forrester was arrested and admitted he was going to rape her, but things did not go as planned. And earlier this year, a judge ruled that Forrester will have to serve 17 years before he's even eligible for parole. And I gotta say, I am really glad about that. Number two, we have Halloween Decor. In 2005 in Delaware, residents saw a body hanging from a tree during Halloween. Of course, they assumed it was a scary Halloween decoration. Unfortunately, they were all wrong. It was actually the body of a 42-year-old woman. She had been left hanging from a tree for three hours before residents realized it was an actual person at number one we have the deadly trick-or-treater in 1982 69 year old marvin Brandlin was getting ready for bed after a night of handing out halloween candy where there was one more knock at his door he opened the door and saw someone was wearing a pillowcase over their head with holes cut out for the eyes. The assumed ghost said, Trick or treat, or give me your money, or I'll shoot. He pulled out a gun and ordered Branlon into his basement where he kept a safe. Now because of this, Branlon thought this may be a prank being pulled by family members because they were the only ones who knew about the safe. He made the mistake of grabbing for the gun, and the person under the pillowcase fired, hitting Brandlin in the throat and killing him. The killer fled the scene, leaving the pillowcase behind. In 2007, the pillowcase was tested for DNA, but unfortunately, there just wasn't enough on it to make a match. So the killer is still free, roaming about. Damn, that was some creepy shit. I got to tell you, (laughs) you know, and and in doing the research uh, for this particular topic, finding those scary Halloween stories, it was kind of creepy for me because I was doing this in my apartment alone at night by myself in the dark. Okay, it wasn't dark, but it was dark outside, (laughs) thus adding to the more creepy nature of recording it. And it it was it was fun, though. It was it was I I definitely want to do more type of creepy content. But I really wanna thank you guys so much for listening you know, to my professionally silly podcast here on Anchor or whichever auditory platform you've chosen because your Audible boo thing is available on many, many other Audible platforms such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many more. So if you are already a member of the Smile Squad, I really appreciate your support. And if this is your first time listening to the station, thank you so much for joining me. I love you. And if you haven't already, go ahead and tap that subscribe and or favorite button so you can be notified whenever I post my weekly episodes. Yay! If you are curious about the voice behind the mic, feel free to follow me on my other social media platforms, and I actually have clickable links in the description box of every last one of my YouTube videos, So, uh, which is also called Professionally Silly, so you can check me out there as well. So once again, it's your audible booth thing, Amber Smiles Jones, and thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly station here on Anger FM, where I take my silliness seriously. <laughs> also, I would love it if you guys left a review on my podcast. And uh, I want to know what you guys think. You know, I love for you guys to call in and share your opinions about this topic or any of the topics that we've discussed on any episode of Professionally Silly that you have heard. You can call in on the Anchor app or you can call me at 805-664-1828. Once again, 805 664 1828. Until next time, my loves, watch where you step because there's pieces of shit everywhere.